Welcome to the Profit First REI podcast, where real estate investors master financial management, eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, and learn to be profitable from day one. Now for your host, David Richter. Hey, everyone, this is David Richter, and we have the Profit First REI podcast. I have another exciting guest today, Robert Seifert, and have, he is the owner of realestateinvestor.com. We had Gary Boomer shine on, and now we're having Robert. And Robert's a great guy. I've known him not, not too long now, just since in the last year. And I've just come to see that he and I are aligned a lot alike. We have a lot of the same faith values and the same uh, values that we share internally. I love the stuff that I see on Facebook from Robert all the time. It's inspiring. And so if you want positivity in your life, please follow him on Facebook. And so we'll make sure that he gives at the end where to follow him and what all he's involved in. But I mean, he's the owner of realestateinvestor.com. So we've got, he's got that going for him and he's got his own real estate business that he, that he has, that he runs and that he's got a, a CEO basically that helps with him run that whole business. So Robert, great to have you today. Great to have you on. And why don't you just introduce yourself and, you know, just say hi to the listeners. Hello, and thanks for having me on, David. Been uh, yeah. been uh, schedules to get me on here finally, and so excited to be on. And uh, yeah, I'm the co-founder and visionary for RealEstateInvestor.com, which myself and Gary, the main owners, took a bunch of stuff we were doing separately and merged it all into one. And and you know, it doesn't hurt that I think that's a pretty amazing domain to have yeah. um, for all the tools, services, coaching, and everything you could ever want as a real estate investor in one place. And then, yeah, I live in. I'm a father of two, a 24-year-old and an almost three-year-old. So big wow. difference there and lots I could talk about, um, different lifetimes uh, apart and active real estate investor, which yes, as you said, David, I, I actually have a partner that I brought in that is the CEO of that business and runs all the day-to-day. So my involvement in real estate today is probably about an hour a week. Um, wow. I'm going to up it to a couple hours a week just so we could fast track the growth on that side, but... But, uh, but uh, you know, it didn't start that way. So don't listen to this and say, oh, wow, I can overnight work an hour on real estate. Uh, no, I worked several 18-hour days for several years and built a lot of systems and processes and people and done hundreds and hundreds of deals uh, to get to where I am today. Yeah. Right? So I have a lot, of, a lot of stuff I would do differently and can share and help in any capacity that would help someone get there faster. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and that's how it is. I mean, we get to... We could talk to a lot of people where they are now, and it is like, well, you should have seen where it was just a few years ago. And I yep. feel like it, but if you have that persistence and the mindset that you do, I believe a lot, anyone can get to the point where you are now, or like where we see a lot of those people that come onto the show and come on and tell where they are. It is that persistence and it is sticking it out and saying, like, this is what I, I'm supposed to be doing. So tell us. Yeah. So, I know where you are now and the listeners know that you're the owner of realestateinvestor.com. You've got the business that you're basically working an hour, a couple hours a weekend. Tell us what got you started though in real estate investing. Yeah. So for me, um, ironic story that a lot of you might be able to, to um, connect with, right? And the, the simple fact is I wanted to do real estate for almost 20 years before, well, 
not that long before I actually took acronym, but over a decade. Hmm. So hopefully you haven't spent a decade learning, studying, searching, and hoping and figuring out that you know this is what you want to do and just not taking action like I did for too long, right? So I was the consummate, saw a Russ Whitney commercial when I was 18 years old, wanted to do real estate, but I grew up in a great household that taught me going to school, getting a good job was the right way to go, Hmm. right? I always had the fear of going into real estate and actually doing it that, oh my God, I'm going to lose everything. I don't have a guaranteed paycheck. And maybe you're one of those people right now doing that. And let me tell you, take action. Anything you've learned, start implementing it because that is where everything changed for me. I finally hit a point, a very bad point in my life without getting into all the details, which is say I was facing eviction, about to lose everything I had at the moment. And I decided to go all into real estate because I realized not taking those actions what was, was actually holding me back from everything that was there. And yeah. it's why I felt that purpose inside to do real estate. So I just started and I started wholesaling, right? And quickly that became uh, reverse wholesaling, finding buyers and then getting deals from the market. Then it turned into a turnkey business and all those doors just started flooding and opening up as I took action and then took more and more action. So I would still learn. I love to learn. You got you to feed this thing, right? Called your brain. Um, but action is more important. You'll learn more from the actions you take than any book you're ever going to read or any course you're ever going to study, quite honestly. Yeah, that's so great. So I love it. I love that you did jump into it. And, you know, as no matter what the situation was, because now I know with what you're building now that you're going to be helping a ton of people and that you've already helped a ton of people. So that's, I love that you've gotten into it, that real estate, you know, has been a catalyst for where you are now. And then you started a lot of, uh, as you were building your business, you start a lot of systems and you started going down that path, right? You, you went down going, tell us a little bit about that journey of like creating those systems and like the different platforms that you used. Yeah, totally. So it all started with, I ran this all on yellow pads and then eventually whiteboards and, you know, sticky notes and all, all the above. I got a really good system on whiteboards that turned into spreadsheets as uh, there's too many properties to handle. Um, but the, so I was already starting to build the systems, right. That allowed me to focus on the marketing that needed to go out, the leads that were coming in that were hot, the ones I had under contract, the ones that were in any portion of renovation if I was doing any, and then the ones that were out for sale to buyers and then in a closing process to get to the bank. So that was all of my whiteboards, essentially. Um, What I did was once I started to scale and had more money, I started to focus on, and someone introduced me to Podio. And so Podio was this blank slate and I've spent massive amounts of money, let's just say, (laughs) north of six figures on building out Podio to essentially replace a lot of VAs I had and things that I was doing systematized, but I realized technology was it. It would allow me to grow and scale way bigger. Yeah. Um, because of that, in building that out, I shared it at a closed private mastermind and everyone was like, what? Where did you get that from? I need that. Because uh, I replaced like three VAs, knocked out a few thousand in overhead, um, just from figuring it out from a tech side. And that opened the door to what is now realestateinvestor.com because I built um, a list management software to manage all of my list data and marketing. And I built a CRM to automate all of my follow-up contracting appointments, blasting and everything. It's all built in Podio, but people wanted it. So that made me realize um, there was a massive need and I could help 
way more people, more so than just my real estate business could, um, if I could help other real estate investors be able to help more people in their markets. And that that's what started all the tools. It really was just solving my own problems and, and making it so my business could scale and then realizing there are tens of thousands and millions of people who are real estate investors or want to be, and they could get they could get to where I was in a short, right? It took me years to get to that point. They could do this in months if they had the right systems in place and technology to eliminate most of the guesswork that they're going to have to figure out when they get going. So that, that's what started all of it for me. Awesome. No, I love that. So then, so you've told us about your journey as a real estate investor and then even the systems part of it. What got you into the financial part and like profit first? Because you're a big profit first fan. Gary's a big profit first fan. So like, tell us about that journey. Yeah, the the ugly story, right? I'm the epitome of what Profit First says. I got turned on to the book and I just loved it because he nailed it on the head, right? I was the, hey, I got a business and my business is my personal account too, right? And so I pay my bills out of my personal account and whatever's in that account, well, that's all my money, right? And I realized very quickly, like, why why don't I have the money that I should have for all the money that I'm that's coming in here? Right, because right. it's all mixed together, and so that that was the first thing, and I, and I recognized that I came from a financial background, so this was just a different perspective, and I fell in love with it because I was like, this is a no-brainer. Of course, the whole purpose—you can say whatever you want—I'm I'm in this for people, but at the end of the result, if I'm not making a profit, I'm not going to be able to help anybody because I'm not going to be right. around. Right, so yep. you got to put profit first, and now. I, I will tell you, I, I don't run the perfect model on Profit First. I have a very small version of it running today, um, but it, it is to focus on putting profits back in my pocket first and then making decisions back based off of it. So I, I love Profit First. I read the first time I read the book, second time, uh, started adopting, again, implement, right? So I've already, right. I have an audit savings going on that when any money hits my personal account, it automatically transfers a percentage over to my savings account. So it's already off the plate, off the table. Um, and I'll continue adding and refining that to be even better in all my businesses. Now that I'm grasping profit first even more. I, I love the model. It makes total sense to me. Awesome. Well, what what have you done to modify it? Not just be like, oh, what have you, you know, like, oh, you shouldn't modify it. You say you're on a scaled down version. I'm just wondering, just so that the listeners can know, because a lot of people run it a lot differently and that's why there's going to be a whole different book for for real estate investing specifically so tell how you run it you just have one extra account or is it is still multiple accounts or like just tell us how you run profit first in in your business yeah so um the really when i say simplified version it's just that i don't have the multiple accounts that it talks about and yeah. really really to the level that it should be done getting there Right, we're we're redoing our book structure, especially in my bigger business, to be more organized based on functions or departments, yep. um, and then have the bank accounts to go with that. But today, I really use the uh, so I, really simple. I use the one business account still that runs the whole operation. So the difference being like perfect profit first. I'd have an account that takes everything in, and then it would go into the buckets that go out. Right, I don't yep. do that. So everything comes in the one account, everything goes out of that same account. Um, however, some of what comes out of that account is personal payroll for the owner side, which is one step towards profit first, right? Yep. And so segmenting my own payroll, I do right. that. And I didn't do that before. Um, so that goes into my personal account, which is a different account, right? And then 
my personal account, I have it auto-triggered profit first style to automatically rip the profit percentage out of that and put it into my um, my trust savings account. Um, so the next level for me will be getting the business side to adopt even more, right? So the owner's pay comes out automatically twice a month and goes in my account, which is the, the actual like profit I take off of that. Um, and then, and then the next level, once we get our books all situated is to separate all the business accounts to, in my preference, right. To have all the income in one place and all the expenses go out from somewhere else, which I don't do today, but would be great to get it set up that way. Yeah. So then you're doing the main point though. You're getting, making sure that you are healthy and that the business is healthy, that you have a profit and that you're making sure, because that is it. Like a lot of people try and complicate it and like, oh, I got to set up, you know, the bazillion accounts or whatever. It's like, well, no, take that first step. Make sure that you're paying yourself. Make sure that you've got another account that you're funneling some money into to take for actual profit. So I love that. I mean, yep. profit first is a different way of thinking. It's not necessarily you have to have 10 different bank accounts. It's making sure that you are healthy and your company is healthy. So I love that. I love, I love hearing the different ways people set it up and run it. Because it is. It's like, what's working for you right now? And how can you refine it? Like you said, the next step, setting up a couple of the other accounts, separating it out more so I can see it better, you know, and then my operator can see it better too. So I love that. I, I mean, that's just, that's exactly what I'm writing in the book too. I want to make sure that people know, okay, just do the first step, you know, like just get it, get it in your head, you know, like make sure you yeah. know, you need to be healthy, which you even said you did not do that before like you you weren't paying yourself consistently or you you didn't have yourself on that payroll it's like just yep. do something as simple as that making sure that the business is really there to support you too so i love that i absolutely love it so how did you how did you hear about profit first or what got you down that path did you hear it at a mastermind or something um you know i don't remember 100% because i read so many books that right. but, but, but most likely uh, most likely if i was the uh, thinking about it, it most likely was someone in a mastermind mentioned it and I bought it. Cause that's probably where I bought most yeah. of my books, someone else to talk about it. And yeah, the key, the key point, you just hit it. My key point in that is the old me, the previous to taking massive action, me would have wanted to study that book and restudy it and write out the plan. Yeah. And I can't anything until I got all these pieces figured out. And the reality is, yes, it can be that complex if you let it be. If you right. got out of your own way, just take one action step. Yes. It'll lead to the next one. It'll lead to the next one. But we, me especially, I do that more now than ever before. I got it. Hey, okay. Paying myself. It's the first thing I don't do. Cool. I'm going to pay myself. Like if I went to work for somebody, I wouldn't go to work for free. They'd have to pay me. So, well, okay. That's a no brainer. How much am I going to pay myself? Right. That's the first thing I got to do. Even if you have no money, establish how much you want to pay yourself. So when money does come in, you're paying yourself. Or yes. you're accounting for how much money you're owed from your business. That yeah. was a big lesson I learned recently too. From a mastermind, I get a lot of my books from masterminds or private groups of guys that are reading good stuff and what's next. Awesome. No, I love it. No, no that's, buy a book. that's why you need to follow Robert. He's posting about the books he's reading. He's always got that positive mindset out there. So, which brings me to kind of the last question and the last couple of questions here. Is there any other advice that you give a real estate investor? You said take action. That's a huge, a huge step in the right direction. Is there anything else that you'd say, you know, like you'd want to give advice to the real estate investing community? Yeah. 
I would piggyback that with number one, take massive action, right? It doesn't matter if you fail, as long as you persistently keep getting up and keep going forward, doesn't matter, right? And that all comes from action. Action will get you in the habits of taking more action, which leads to the results you're after. With that, the only other thing that I would add to that, right? So persistence with the action, but the thing I would really add to that is to focus. More often than not, the other thing that holds us back besides action is thinking that, man, I got to wholesale and I got to do some rehabs. And I got to do these creative finance deals. And I, oh, I got to buy and hold too, because I need a rental portfolio. And man, the guy said I can make so much money in um, commercial property. So I need to go buy a commercial property or two. And I need to learn, oh, I got to learn notes now. And the reality is all that can make you money. Um, you need to find the thing that you're passionate with, focus on it, take massive action on that thing and keep doing that one thing until you get it mastered. So if it's wholesaling that interests you, just wholesale. You don't have to worry about flips. You don't have to worry about creative financing. You don't have to worry about multifamily deals or notes or any other thing. It's all good. They'll all make you money. The problem is none of them will make you money if you're not focusing on just one of them until you nail it, right? And then once you've nailed that, then you can look at potentially other things that you could add on or do. Awesome. No, I love that. So then you provided a ton of value on this podcast. So then how can our listeners provide value back to you? Obviously, you have realestateinvestor.com. So check that out. But is there any other way like Instagram or Facebook or what, however, whatever else you're needing now? What, uh, how else yeah. can our listeners provide value? Absolutely. I'm going to give you guys some free stuff too at the same token. So I'm going to add even more value to you. So uh, I'm going to ask that you just go to IamRob360.com. That'll actually get you connected with whatever your preferred social channel is. All of my social links are there. You can go subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is brand new. But if you subscribe there, I'm going to be posting tons of free valuable content there on real estate and health and my journey with 75 hard and completing it twice this year um, and everything. Um, also, if you go there, there's a real estate tab. If you click on it, you can get a special link. If you guys need software, you can get it free. Get a free month of my software just by clicking on that link. We don't we don't offer that anywhere, but because you saw me here, if you go there and go underneath that tab, you'll get it free for a month and a special code that you can use right on that page. Awesome. Um, but I am Rob360.com. Reach out to me any way you want to. Text, email, WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever your favorite social is, all my socials there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob. It was great having you on today. Go to realestateinvestor.com too. Check that out. I am Rob360.com. So that's great stuff. So thank you so much, Rob. I really enjoyed having you on. Thanks for sharing your profit for sharing. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been great being on. Thanks for having me, David. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you found this episode valuable, could you do me a quick favor? Can you give us an honest rating within iTunes? And be honest, you could say whether you liked it or not. And obviously with iTunes, the more reviews and ratings we have, the better it is for other people that are searching for a profit first in a podcast. So we'd love to be ranked on there. And that's thanks to your help. So we would really appreciate that if you would like to go give us a rating. Also, if you're looking to connect with us further, I would highly recommend checking out our Facebook group, Profit First for Real Estate Investors. And that's literally what it's called. So you can type in Profit First for Real Estate Investors and you'll be able to find our Facebook group right there. 
So come join active real estate investors who are supporting each other and growing their businesses and profits together. That's what that group is all about. The link should be in the description below. And if you're interested in working with us and implementing profit first in your real estate business, we offer coaching and guidance. So if you want to work with someone who's actually profit first certified and who works right now currently with real estate businesses, you can actually go start your application process by going to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash apply, or just go right to simplecfosolutions.com and there's an apply button right on there. If you want to actually start your profit first journey with someone who can actually walk you through those step by step and help you know and grow your cash flow. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Profit First REI podcast. See you next episode.